Well, 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 my let's keep it real people. Yes, it happened again. I am freaking blown away by my next guest, Dr. Jane. Ugh, I know I say this often, but man, she is the freaking bomb. I love that I get to chat with her and people like her that are inspiring so many people around the world. What? I don't even know what I love about her the most. She is funny. She's intelligent. She's a kind soul. Her career is built on helping others as a therapist and coach. And she gave us three easy peasy tips that we can apply right today to help manage our stress, our worry, our anxiety, to help us when we don't feel enough. Trust me, you are going to watch this and say, Sandy, I'm going to spread it to the world. And if you can't watch it, then you're going to listen to it and want to spread it to the world. As always, I am very grateful. I feel blessed that you've been supporting me for all these years. And I truly, truly appreciate when you rate it, like it, and share it. And thank you again and again. I'm going to keep saying this for supporting me on my keynote speaking journey now that I'm back out there in person and also my corporate clients and my individual clients. I couldn't do it without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Enjoy. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Well, 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 my let's keep it real people. I love to listen to you. And you said, Sandy... You know, we really like that Dr. Jean Torator that you brought on live. Can you bring her on again? I said, hmm, not sure when I can get her on live, but I can get her on. Let's keep it real. And guess what? I'm not going to just let you have audio for those who want to watch. You're going to get to see her. So it's really the best of both worlds. Say hey, hey to Jane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before you come in, Dr. Jane, let me tell them a little bit about you. Dr. Jane has dedicated her therapy and coaching career to helping people be kinder to themselves. We like that. She works with intelligent, motivated, high achieving men and women who are committed to being better people. Well, we like that. Yet they never are better enough. And she puts that bold. They would like to finally like themselves. That would be good. And stop second guessing their decisions. Mm, Tough one. She published a book, Everything is Perfect, Just Not Me, A Roadmap for Self-Acceptance. From Seattle. I love that. We were just talking about Seattle. Welcome, Dr. Jane. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm, I'm coming from now cloudy Seattle. Oh. <laughs> you mean it's going to rain in Seattle? No. I know. What a surprise. <laughs> Actually, I was only there one time. And it didn't rain the whole time I was there. Woo! No, it did or it didn't? Didn't. Didn't. Hey, you. Yes, it didn't rain there. It didn't rain in Portland. Matter of fact, I went to London, England, and they said it was going to rain the whole time, and it didn't rain. I'm following you around. 
Yay. <laughs> I don't know, but it was just like, all right, before we go off some rabbit hole, let's talk about the one word I asked all my guests. If you could describe your past 30 days, whatever it is, in one word, good, bad, or ugly, what would it be and why? Inner dash work. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you for sure I've never gotten that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a therapist and a coach, so it's kind of... <laughs> I've been doing it since I was born, probably. Okay. Tell us why. Well, I went on vacation. I went to Mexico, super awesome, by the water, sunny, beautiful, warm. It was perfect. And it was when my psyche said, oh, hey, Jane, you got some rest time. So let's just work on some of that deep stuff. The parts where you still don't love yourself. Let's be with that this vacation. And I'm like, oh, right. So it was a vacation to do it, but it was not a vacation. So I'm planning my next vacation because that was a beautiful place to just find more of those parts that I haven't yet fully accepted and loved and <sighs> to be with them. So inner work is how I would describe Okay. It. So I have to ask, how did that work out for you? Because that was a change of a vacation. That was just not light and fluffy ease and flow. Mm-mm, no, no, it was exhausting. And then I just <laughs> did a, a workshop this past weekend of of inner work. And so I'm yeah. just, it's time apparently spring's coming. Yeah. It's time for me to dig deep so I can you know, like come into the spring. Apparently one yeah. of the things I've really learned more and more is just when it's here, go for it. Like when it's time to do inner work, go for it. When it's time to be mindless and just stare at the sun, go for that. Yeah. So I've learned to honor my inner wisdom yes. more as I've gotten yeah. older. It's not always convenient timing, <laughs> well but, you know what i say if you let go you never know how it's coming or when it's coming right or when it's going <laughs> when it's going <laughs> well i love that you're starting out with this because the big stigma that coaches therapists psychiatrists mentors have it all figured out and once right. they do then we work with you yeah no wouldn't that be nice no <laughs> You would be able to help as many people when you're on the same journey. I think you really can be more empathetic, more, you could understand what they're going through more. Absolutely. One of the, when I first started my private practice and I just felt like I didn't know anything, I read this book and it said, you only just need to be a little bit ahead of your clients (laughs) because if you're too far ahead, if I'm up, up here being enlightenment, everything's perfect. Chill out people. Like I'm not going to be able to have any compassion or have any relatability yes. to the people I'm working with. You don't want to be behind your clients because, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, good luck with that. And let me know how you do it. Cause then I tell me how to do it. Like, we're not going to be helping there. We just need yeah. to be a little bit ahead. Yeah. And that's a, a gracious way to, to look at it. I think I love, I love I, I wish I could remember the woman's name, but it's a really famous, famous therapist. Let's just call her Sally Bell. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but Sally Bell, it's, it's definitely not Sally Bell, was hosting this workshop. And she said, here's the difference between me and you. <laughs> she said, I got all the same stuff, but when I work with you, I think just about you and not my stuff. Right. Yeah. And I get to hone in on you. And for that moment, all my stuff is over here and I'm on you. And guess what? You're also paying me 
to work on me because when right. I help you, I help. <laughs> I thought, God bless your honesty, lady. You know? Yeah, it's absolutely true. I hear stuff come out of my mouth and then I'm dealing with something later and I'm like, Jane, remember that thing you just told your client yesterday? Well, now would be a good time to remember it. <laughs> so yeah. it keeps yeah. me on therapy, keeps me honest in my own work. Yeah. And vice right, so we're, we're going to dig in because I remember we were talking about some of the things we we're going to go over today and we had gone over some of them on live, but let me tell you something. They want more of that. They oh, awesome. loved your tips. Here's what, really? I, by the way, I was bragging about you for a bit because what I found you to be is everything that I would want my therapist to be. I'm not kidding oh. you. Oh. Very relatable, authentic, and honest. And you gave the audience tips that they could apply right today to make a difference, as well as we know it's a long journey mm -hmm. and there's some deeper stuff that most of us have to work on, but you gave me things I could do right now. So my hat's off to you. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you amazing. so much for letting me know that. Yeah. Amazing. And I was very, very impressed. So I want to go back into this one because everybody keeps writing to me about it. Simple ways to make feelings feel less overwhelming. They want to hear more because matter of fact, I just had a young man today say to me, I know Miss Sandy, you gave me some tools and techniques, and I'm not a therapist to work on how my brain just takes over my head. Mm -hmm. she, he said, I'm only 16. So do you think maybe I just need a few more years? <laughs> some of that because most days I just don't want to go to school <laughs> I thought oh my god is that hysterical so yeah. and what it what it all ages it, it was a, a girl a female boy, boy. A boy bless his heart man because that is such a gracious way to look at it yeah I'm 16 I'm struggling it's part of what I do at 16 and what a, what a beautiful, cause it is a hormones and we're trying to figure things out and we're just trying to figure out who we are and what the world is and what do we do with it? And, you know, especially now it's a little extra challenging. So. Well, that's what he said. He goes, we got a lot. He goes, no offense, but your generation did kind of leave things messy. For I'm like, right. okay, not me personally, but I get where you're going. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit more challenging. We got a lot of things. He goes, I don't even, he said to me, I don't even know how I'm identifying today. I'm like, okay, he made me laugh so hard. And I thought, God love him, right? God love him. Yep, absolutely. And that grace will serve him so well. So oh, well. I hope so. He's a special kid. All right. So we need to know because okay. this is a big, 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 big one. Oh, it's a big deal. Especially now that things are especially in Seattle, things are opening up and everybody's scared right now. Everybody's yeah. having big, big feelings. Right? Yeah. That's what's going on here too. It, in <sighs> Philly. Yeah. I remember I was doing errands last week and uh, this week they lifted the mask mandate. And so I was asking yeah. everybody before, I was like, how are you feeling about this? And everybody's like, uh, like everybody's freaking out. Yeah. So now mask, no mask, mask, no mask. Oh my God. Right. Oh my God. I, I think I'm fine. But I was with 15 people. They didn't have any masks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are you judging me because I don't have a mask? Or am I judging you because you do have, like, it's like, uh, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's. Oh, that's so true. Right? That's so true. Yeah. So now's a good time to, one of the, one of the phrases I love that my teacher says is, have your feelings, just don't believe them. Mm. 
Simplify. I love that. I, I, my saying is way more complicated. I love that one. Uh, let me just write. Because what is happening is our feelings are, are, it's our body's reaction to our thoughts or what's happening outside. And then our thoughts on what's happening outside. And then we've got all sorts of feelings, right? So what really helps me, and I was doing this during my vacation, I'm like, no feeling in the history of the world has ever lasted forever. This one will pass too. And I say that to my clients all the time. No feeling in the history of the world. <laughs> so chances are yours will pass too. So it helps us feel we're not alone. Yes. And it also yes. helps to go, okay. And I'm handling it now. Like I'm not, you know, running, jumping off a bridge now. I got this. This will pass. I'm with it now. So the, what is happening with feelings is, you know, our body's responding to our thoughts or what's happening outside. If we don't, if we just allow feelings to do what they're here to do, which is to be felt, they're done from 90 seconds to two minutes, our body's neurochemical response is done with the feeling. Yeah, I keep hearing that. So I just want I just want to validate that. I've been saying that. I wasn't sure it was quite true, but it is true. That's oh, yes, so true. absolutely. Okay. Studies have shown anywhere from 90 minutes, 90 seconds to two minutes. So I'm just saying both. <laughs> I was saying 60 seconds. I might, I might have to bring it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Bring it up a little bit. I was going to look it up when I wrote down. Uh, yeah. It says 60 seconds to, to 90 seconds. Okay. All right. Yeah. So maybe at the most two minutes. Well, here's the thing with that beautiful self-compassion your, your teenager had the fastest I've ever gotten for really intense. And I'm, you know, I practice this is five minutes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So major self-compassion, right? That's a long time. What we're doing when we're sitting with that feeling and we, it keeps it, you're like, okay, it's past 60 seconds. It's past 90 seconds. It's past two minutes. I'm screwed. Right. What we're doing, if it's lasting longer than that, and everybody does that, we're either repressing it. I don't want to feel it. It feels awful. Go away, go away, go away. Or we're feeding it. Of course I'm angry. That person mm. is an idiot, <laughs> which in most cases they probably are. Let's well, just go yeah. with it, you know, but we're feeding it and that's keeping it around. It's like releasing. And we're like, here's more to react to releasing. Here's more. to, re-. And so we're either repressing or feeding, or most of us do some of both. I do some of both. Yeah. Yeah. Most people. Oh, do some I don't want to feel yeah. this way. Get away. I should feel this way because everybody's a moron except me. Like, yeah. Yeah. So justifying just, it. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I call it giving legs. I gave it legs. Yes. Lots of legs, long, long legs. <sighs> <laughs> so it is a practice. It really is. Oh, I mean, it, it really is. And here's how, you know, you're actually just releasing. You're letting it release and not feeding it, not giving it legs. If you are simply focused on the physical sensations in your body, the thoughts are not there, then you are in the process of letting your body do the job it knows so well to do. So focus on the feeling, even though we want to run away. Like, Can you say that again? Because that's big. Yeah. yeah. Focus on the physical sensations. If their thoughts go, hello, thoughts, go away. Not now. Okay. And feel it. And sometimes what I always not always, but what often happens is when we first actually give our feelings, our attention, they get bigger. Oh, thank you for finally paying attention to me. And then they release. Mm. I think the key here is 
have your feelings. I'm going to just, just don't believe them. I mean, I love when people can take really complicated subjects and we got to paste that everywhere. <laughs> like, just like I'm allowed to say, just say no. I can say right, no. Right. right? I'm going to put that. Have your feelings. Just don't believe them. I don't know why I crack it up because I'm thinking years and years and years I've been thinking of all this stuff. And that hits me today. Like, it's just beautiful. Isn't it funny how things come in in years? Yeah. And all yeah. I remember one time I was seeing a therapist and I was talking to my mom. I'm like, oh, mom, my mom is my, my therapist is brilliant. She said this. And my mom looked at me. She said, I told you that 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Your mom, who's listening? Yeah, yeah. For words of wisdom, yeah. You know? And I wasn't ready. It wasn't ready yeah. to really sink in. Yeah. I also want to back up to your story about how you said you listened to what you needed on vacation. You weren't looking forward to it. It wasn't you thought perfect timing, but it probably was. And I know the times when I've ignored what, because I do, I tune in, I listen. And then sometimes, I don't know if, you're, if you do this, I go, yeah, no, 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 right? no, 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 we're, we're not going there. Well, Roger, that's danger. Yeah. I got too much on my plate. I can't go there. Right. Really? Well, we'll just make it more. Until right. you finally bring <laughs> kick and screaming. So I go now, okay, because I've had a really tough one. I'm like, I'm listening. What are you telling me? Right. Let's do this now versus, ah, right. Yeah. One of the, I remember at one point I just went to grad school was really hard for me. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was suicidal at one point. I had a terrible breakup, dirt poor. It was bad timing, right? Stressed. I think <laughs> it was not my happy time in life, Ooh, but I survived. What but, are you getting um, your, uh, where were you going your master's for? You said you're in the grad program. Oh, I went to, I got my master's at University of Illinois and my PhD at University of Minnesota. So I'm a Midwest and my, my college degree was a place called Carleton in Northfield, Minnesota. So I'm a Midwest learner, clearly. Gotcha. All right. Continue on. So it was at one point after I broke out with my partner and become suicidal, I was like, uh, could I have easier lessons? I mean, I love learning and I'm going to get better from all this. I know. Cause that's the way I like to approach things. It feels yeah. better to me if I'm going to learn something from this crap, but I said, could I have, could I have easier lessons? And mm. the easier lessons come. I find when we listen a little sooner, when we push away, push away, push away. So I've got to start yes. when I was in college, before I asked for easier lessons, I was living in New York, working in the city. Once again, dirt poor working 70 hours a week in advertising. And I sucked at it. I was really bad because I'm dyslexic and I was doing numbers. Wasn't a good fit. So I was super stressed, acne all over my face, but I'd never stopped. I was just work, work, work. Yeah. And then a friend of mine wanted to go pick up her waterbed in Florida. So we flew down and rented a truck and drove back. And this was before cell phones. We didn't even have a radio. I didn't think yeah. to bring a book. Well, actually I throw up if I read books in the car. Yeah, so, me too. you know, and so I was sitting there and she wouldn't let me drive because I drank caffeine to drive, to stay awake. And she's like, I don't want to stop. So I was literally sitting in the car truck, looking out the window for two days with nothing to do, mm. nothing to occupy my mind, nothing to keep me busy. And Sandy, mm -mm. I got extremely depressed, like mm. major depression. And I thought to myself, oh, this is what happens from two years of not listening to anything my body and brain is saying to me. 
And I made a vow, yeah. never again am I going to stop listening for that long. Now, there are times when I'm like, no, no, now's not the time. I don't want to. I want to watch a movie, which is fine. But I never let it go that long again because yeah. Yeah. our psyche and our bodies talk to us. And if we don't yeah. listen, they'll talk louder. Absolutely. Well, so yeah, it's okay. I, I, I get it. Like you might put it off for a movie, but don't put it off for a month or a year. Right, right. <laughs> right? That's a little different. Oh God, your stories. I, I would love to dive into them even more because <laughs> grad wasn't so fun. I wasn't great at my job. <laughs> Those must've been good times. All right. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so we can... I don't know if good times, but let's just say good material. All right. So let's just back up a little bit. So the viewers and listeners can understand why you chose this path. Like what got you here? Why did you choose therapy and working with others and go back as far as you want? Well, in the womb, in the womb, it was in the womb. (laughs) It was highly stressed in the womb. Um, I came from a family where there was a lot of dysfunction. And I was the youngest, so I figured out how to feel safe in the environment or as safe as I could feel as the youngest. So Mm. I'm always kind of reading people, sussing out the environment, seeing how I should be in order to be safe, blah, 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 blah. So from the beginning, I've been super interested in other people and reading them. Mm. And then in, in college, I became an English major because I loved reading and getting into people's heads and going, oh, that's why they're doing that. And oh, that's why it's just endlessly fascinating. Like people are fascinating to me. And then I went to grad school and I thought, oh, I'll become a, you know, a professor and teach people and super fun. But it was too stressful. It was like, it was like being a grad student, getting paid a little more. And I went, I don't really want that to be my life. So then I was going on and doing research and doing math and doing fine. I can do stats. I just can't add and subtract. Right. <laughs> Basics. Multiply. Not super good with that either. But anyway, a project I was on was ending. And I thought, I love this. This is super fascinating. But I'm not getting up in the morning going, I cannot wait to go to work. And so I thought, well, I trained to be a therapist. Oh, because I went into grad school somewhere in that story. Trained to be a therapist, but I didn't have the courage. So why not do it now? So I just completely took a leap of faith started my own practice. I didn't even start with an agency. I was just like, I'm just going to do it this way. And it's been a journey ever since. Wow. So it first started self-preservation, then just yeah. then a lot of learning. Yeah. And then coming into my heart because I've yeah. worked so hard to, you know, I had a lot of stress, a lot of things happening in life. And I've done a lot of work to figure out how to be better with it. Like how to make myself a better person because of it. Mm. And I've learned a lot and I like really stuff, really simple. I like to get to the essence. So I've got a lot of tools and I like to share them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I think that's really important because to be a therapist, a counselor, a mentor, I think it's so important that you said you love people and you find them fascinating. Yes. So you're excited every day to find out how they work, how they tick. And I can tell you're not judging them. You just want to do anything you can to guide them and help them. Absolutely. It's kind of a miracle to me, Sandy, that 
I do a lot of work on myself so I don't have to judge other people. But even so, we're all judgmental human beings, right? We all do that. But there's some like grace that happens when I'm sitting with my clients Mm. that I see the hurts that develop these patterns and habits we all have in these walls and shields. And I, for some reason, can just be with the hurts and go, oh, honey, no wonder you're doing this wacky thing, right? (laughs) It was to protect you, right? But for some reason, I can just Uh, sit and hold it with compassion and not judge and just have like, oh, yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. yeah. Want to get rid of that? Yes, please. Great. Let's work on that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Which I want to, I'm so glad you brought that up because we got a lot of questions on this subject, which is, and it is very confusing for me too. So there's so much out there about staying in the moment. The here and now really matters. If you keep repeating the stories from the past, it fires up your brain. Your brain doesn't know if it's happening or not. So you stay stuck. Okay. So there's all this new information out about that. And then you have people that have been going to therapist who believe a different way that if you keep telling the stories over and over again, it gives them less power. And soon they won't have that same emotional impact on you. Maybe you're going to tell me there's all different ways, but they want to know, okay, so do I tell my stories or do I stay in the present moment and only bring it up when needed? And there's all different ways of saying that, but you you get what I'm saying. It is confusing right now because you don't want to push them down deep. And yet, you know, you also want to live here now. Now, all these questions coming in, let me just tell you what I think and what I've been taught, and then I won't get your perspective. Live in the here and now. If something from your past is affecting you, you don't want to push it down. You want to get it out, whether it's through journaling or counseling, but you want to get it out so you can face it and then move through it. That's what I know. I agree. Oh, okay. Here's the, yeah, here's the thing. Like I may get banned from therapy circles for saying this, but I've never felt that spending time in our past retelling the story has been helpful. I just see people digging it deeper. Now there is the fact that being as having told your story in when you've never been validated before and having somebody else go, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, thank you for believing me in that aspect. It's very (laughs) powerful. Right. Yeah. 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 I've had clients say to me, thank you for validating me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was easy right? It was awful. Right. But that is not what's going to create the healing. Yeah. It's going to create the validation and being seen, but it does not create the, the putting the past in the past. It just keeps Mm. it in the present and cycling. Now, the brilliant thing about our brain is, you know, the, the Hebb's law neurons that fire together, wire together. Yeah. Yeah. If we have an issue from the past, oh, it will show up in our present. Like it's like right here in the present moment. Yes. Yeah. And if we're dealing with something like somebody looks at you funny, right. And you you've had rejection in the past. Somebody looks at you, those neurons from all those past rejections are also online. They're firing. So if Mm. we deal with, wow, I feel rejected. I have no idea if they actually were, maybe they just had someone die and they don't want to look at anybody. I don't know if we can be (laughs) like not having our story. Of course they're rejecting me. That's what always happens. It always happens. It's happening now. That's that's living in the past coming yeah. here and going, I don't actually know what's happening. I feel awful. So let me just feel what it feels like. 
oh yeah, my chest is tight. My stomach is just in knots. Oh wow, Ugh, it's kind of intense, but I'm okay. Oh, now it's getting more intense. Ugh, I don't think, no, I'm still okay. And then just feel it and let it go. The brilliant thing is if we are okay in the moment, if we bring ourselves to, I'm surviving, I'm fine. Because neurons are fired together, wired together, the neurons from the past that are also firing in our little brain are going, mm -hmm. I'm fine, it's okay. So literally we're rewiring the past. And when you think of that memory again, and this is not a one and done, this is a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as many times as it comes up, but it is, you know, that was an awful time, but I always knew I was going to be okay. It yeah, becomes yeah. that memory versus it was awful. I was alone. Nobody's helping me. I thought I was going to die. It's like, it was awful, yeah. but you know, I was okay. I made it. Through. Yeah. Huge. And that brings up this young man's question about triggers. And I think that's what you're talking about. Absolutely. Like the person looks at you the wrong way and I have triggers. And his question is, I think you just answered it. How, it, it matters how you look at that trigger. Yes. You know, you could say, oh God, yeah, they really hate me and everyone ever hates me and I've always been in it. Or you can acknowledge you don't really know why they're looking at you that way. It may have nothing to do with you, most likely. Yeah. And gradually you're changing the story when, exactly. when the trigger happens. You recognize it, but you're changing the story. Exactly. You know how you know it's from the past? When you're triggered and you're like, wow, I'm, my reaction is kind of out of proportion to what just happened. To me. <laughs> oh, good, good point. Like, wait a minute. They just did this with their eye. <laughs> you know, maybe it's right? not. Yeah. So when you're having a huge reaction over something that in the moment doesn't seem like nobody's threatening you with a knife, but you literally feel like you're going to die. Mm. And you're like, oh, the past is coming in for a ride right now. I'm yeah. okay. I'm yeah. okay. They just did something with their eye. Do I want to ask them like what happened? No, I actually don't. So I'm going to sit here. I'm okay. I'm okay. Or if we've got the courage, like one time I, I was really mad at a boyfriend and I made up an amazing story based on everything from the past. And I was talking to him like, blah, 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 blah. and then you did this and then you did this. And he said, um, Jane, here's what was happening. And next time, could you like call me before you make up a story about what happened? <laughs> and I went, Oh, <laughs> good for him. Good for him. Super awesome. So when we can, like, I just did this with my partner the other day. I'm like, are you mad at me? He's like, no, I'm not mad. I'm just focusing on this one. Okay, thanks. Oh, so you just went and asked first before you built the whole story up in your head. Right? <laughs> now, sometimes that's super hard to do. Yeah. But when we can do it, one of my favorite phrases is, I have a story. Let me check it out with you. And Sandy, almost always, almost like 99 out of 100 times, they're like, nope, that's not the right story. No, <laughs> I know. I, I, I hear it all the time. Like if someone doesn't text you back right away or email you back or call, the first thing you think is, oh, I'm not going to get a job. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, da, 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 da. It goes down like, yeah, maybe they're busy. Maybe you went to spam. And I mean, there's a million reasons. Perfect example of I'm responding a little more strongly than five minutes without a response, right? <laughs> oh, so true. We are just funny people, aren't we? Hysterical. We are absolutely hysterical. <laughs> we are just filled with all kinds of stuff. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a, a question that everyone's been asking me, and I, I think you answered it and you, you did validate. So for 
all these years, everything that I've done with my workshops and keynotes, it's not been about my past. I mean, I'm very inspirational. I tell techniques, da, 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 from using fitness as my vehicle. And it wasn't until the last year that I put in little bits, not much, stories yeah. of my past. And the reason I did it now, they're like, why are you like, wait so long? Like that could have really empowered so many people. It could have inspired if they knew a little bit more about your story. And I said, yes and no. I wanted to make sure that when I was telling that story over and over again, it was from a place of empowerment. Yes. Because I know by watching so many people and they mean well, but I see what happens. They tell their story and they go back to victim mode and you can see their whole body change. And so day after day, they're inspiring people. They are, but they're reliving it. Yeah. And it took me all these years for some of them because they were so yucky to go to listen to my body, tune in and say, you know what? It's going to be rough, but it's time. And then I did the work. I kept writing it and writing it and talking to my dog and getting out until I'm like, wait a minute, I can come up from a place of power and like heartedness. Yes. And you could tell the difference, right? Oh yeah. So I go, yeah, maybe I could have inspired a lot more people, but I don't know. Cause I would have went right back in there. I yeah. At ready. what cost? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a cost to you, it's for no one's highest good. Yeah. So, so how do you feel done. about that? I mean, you see, no, but do you innately this just me, there's a lot of things I don't have training in, but it just innately didn't make sense to me. Like I felt yeah. I'm very good at tuning into my body because the body and mind, I've always studied that. And I would just listen and go, Ooh, I don't feel happy when I'm telling the story. I mean, not that some stories don't take you off a bit, but I'm like, that can't be good. I don't want to keep repeating this. Mm-mm. No. So how do you feel about that? Cause you hear it all the time. People telling their stories over and over and over again. And it, you can see whether it's empowerment or stuck. And I keep saying, dude, you're just reliving it. Literally. We're reliving it yeah. until you have that, like you did the work. So it, you literally made it past. So when you think about it, it's past, but I'm fine. I made yeah. it through and I'm actually stronger because of it. You're in your power from the story, right? Yeah. yeah I did the work first. Exactly. With someone. So yeah. I loved what you said. I, I, I got out of, I forget how you said it, but basically you're saying I got out of my victim with it. Yep. It came into my empowered self and it's a part of me. It's a part of the reason why I am my empowered self. Yeah. But you no longer, because of the work you've done, it's now, it's now stayed in the past. It's, I don't, I don't actually, I don't, sometimes I can't think of another word than healed. I don't like the concept that we are healing because I don't see us as broken. I see us as a lot of funny habits that we created to try to keep (laughs) this stuff that happened to us. Yeah. But I see growth, you know, in whatever form as kind of uncovering who we are, like taking the defenses away, making them optional versus I now have to, I now have to do this. Right. Yeah. Now they're yeah. optional. Oh, that person's kind of mean barrier. Right. Ah. But if, oh, that person's connecting with me and they seem safe. Let me set that barrier aside for a moment. Let's just mm. see what's Right. So I yeah. see work is uncovering the barriers we put yeah. up. Yeah. So it's no, we're already whole. It's just uncovering the stuff that's getting our way from connecting with us 
and with other people. Yeah. I love that. I love that line. You're not broken. You don't need fixing. I love that. We need reminding of that all the time. All right. Well, listen, Dr. Jane, we could go on forever. So I need to get these two main questions in because they're huge and people want to hear it. Ways to release stress in 30 seconds or less. Come oh, on. yes. Right Come now, on, okay. baby. They, so, they want to know ways to release stress. So I want to hear that one. My absolute favorite. Do you, do you ever watch those nature shows where an animal is being chased and it gets away and then it shakes it all off? I, I watch them where they get eaten. <laughs> I know. It's super. I have to stop watching them because I get too stressed. Yeah. It's too like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I know it's, I know it's mother nature, but come on. I know. I don't need to see it. All right. Go so, um, what they do is when they're done, their cortisol and adrenaline is done being used and they're safe. They literally shake it out of their body. So I, I'm going to stand up and go like this and just shake your whole body and shake your head and your neck and then stamp your feet and really just like shake. And if your listeners can do it now, super bonus points because we don't do stuff unless we experience that it works, right? Yeah. So 30 I do that all the time. It looks like I'm having a spasm. Yes, it's perfect. Or I dance crazy, which is the same thing. You exactly. Know? Now, here's the brilliance of that. I read this great book called burnout, completing the stress cycle or something like that, burnout. And they said the body speaks in body language. It doesn't speak in word language. You can say, you're safe, you're safe, you're fine, you're fine. And our body's like, no, 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 no. Because we're all tense and we're tight, we're not moving, right? So if you're dancing, if you're shaking, you are telling your body in body language, you're safe. Because you're not going to be doing that if a tiger is chasing you. You're just not. Yeah. You're going to be running. Or, yeah. you know, freezing. Yeah. Frozen. Or fighting. You're not going to be standing there going, go ahead, tiger. I'm fine. Just, I'm, I'm tiger me. Right. You're not going to be doing that. So this is saying your body, you're fine. You're fine. So that's my favorite. The second exercise I give, I start all my sessions with it actually. It's called the basic exercise. I would love to see if you start the session with that one. <laughs> right. I know. Okay, guys. That's a good one. I use that a lot. I jump on my trampoline a lot too. Yeah, me too. The second one is the basic, which you cross your hands like this and you put it behind the round part of your head. And you like, if you were lying on the ground, like your neck would be, or your head and back would be that flat. Then moving just your eyes to the right until you yawn, swallow, or sigh. And it can take 60 seconds. And then (laughs) keeping your head straight again, move your eyes to the left. And some people, especially to left, their head starts going. So just make sure your head is straight and your eyes to the left. Until you yawn, swallow, or sigh. Make me giggle. I don't know why. <laughs> well, that's a new one. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And then just raise your hands up because we forget that it's okay to take up room. Yeah. Right. So this has nothing to do with the parasympathetic. But the... <laughs> This exercise works on two ways. When we have a stressful thought, our C1 and C2 vertebra in our brain or in our our spinal cord turn off. So all our blood flow, well, most of it anyway, goes to the amygdala, the fight or flight. Yeah. Because if there's danger, we don't want to be thinking, what's the best, what's the best tool? Should I get my sword or my hatchet? You're dead by that time, right? You're being attacked and you're dead. So the brain doesn't want you to be thinking and deciding. It wants you to act. However, if you're in an argument, you want to be thinking and deciding and going, don't say that, Jane, that's not going to work out super. You want that tool, right? So this position 
puts your C1 and C2 back in open position. So you're getting ah. all your brain, especially the frontal cortex. Ooh. Don't say that stupid thing, part of your brain, right? Yeah. Then the eye movements. Yeah, what's that about? That somehow the eye muscle, when it's when you're moving your eyes like that, activates the parasympathetic, the vagus nerve for the parasympathetic part of our nervous system, the rest digest heal. So the yawning, swallowing, and sighing are all signs that your parasympathetic is on board, mm. that you're resting, digesting, healing. So we're constantly being triggered of like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? So it's a helpful to have a constant, and I'm okay, and mm. I can relax. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah. And they're super simple, super fast. And it can take up to 60 seconds each side in the beginning, but you know, like anything you practice, your parasympathetics going, right, on board, yeah. we're safe, I got it, yawn, right? <laughs> These tips are so freaking helpful. I love them, love them, love. All right, big one, the affirmation stuff. Um, I hear this all the time, right? Because you can just say them, blah, 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 blah. And like, I've been saying my affirmations, they don't mean nothing. Well, of course they don't. So tell us all about them. So I... <laughs> After grad school, I was dirt poor, you know, no money, no relationship, nothing. And I learned about affirmations and I'm like, I am fabulously wealthy. And then I would just shut down because I was severely lying. I was $50,000 in debt, right? I was yeah, not fabulously yeah. wealthy. So I was lying yeah. to myself and your body knows when you're lying, right? You can tell you're like, Ugh, right. Your whole body goes, can't lie like, to yourself, liar. baby. <laughs> so, but affirmations have a good principle. They're getting us to, to focus how we want to see our life, right? So you adapt them to fit to be just a little bit of stretch. Instead of, I'm fabulously wealthy, complete lie, I would like to feel more at ease with money. I could totally get behind that. Yeah, you can totally believe that. Yeah, that's possible. You say that. And so now, with that affirmation, and that's kind of a long affirmation, but um, yeah. like I'm more at ease at money, with money, that could be too much. It would have been too much for me at the time. I would like to, or I want to, or if you're really far away, I want to want to feel at ease with money. And then you say that. And then if it's the right affirmation for you, and this is finding what is right for you, not what anybody else says, if yeah, it's the right yeah, one yeah. for you, you'll, you'll expand just a little bit. So now your association with money is a little bit of expansion versus, oh, I have so much debt and I got credit cards and oh, how am I going to buy my shampoo this week? And I don't know. Right. We don't associate money with contraction all the time. Now we associate it with, oh, I have a little more ease with that. And you repeat that, the neural pathway association yeah. starts in your brain. Money yeah. is not so scary. Now it's like, I could be at more at ease with money. And so then you start saying that. I could be more at ease with money. Yeah, that feels good. I could be more at ease with money. Until that's like, whatever. I am more at ease with, because I am. Yeah. yeah. I am more at ease with money. Yeah. Wow. So I'm no, going to tell you a story. So true. So true. I'm going to tell you a story about me with money because I got lots of stories about money. Yes. I, I noticed because you were dirt poor a lot. That's right. I was. So I was starting my practice and I was not a marketer. So my practice is building very slowly. So one year, but every year I was making more money. And every year I was paying down more debt. And every year I was still at the end of the month going, I don't know if I have enough. Like it was weird. I'm like, this does not make computational sense to me. I should have more money because I'm making more, less debt. But every, every year yeah. is the same story. 
Yeah. So I knew, oh, this is a mindset thing. So I started a gratitude practice every morning and I bought myself a cup of coffee a week, whether I could afford it or not. I mean, that was my mindset. Yeah. Whether I could afford yeah. it or not, I'm buying a cup of coffee. So this is hysterical, Sandy. At the end of that year, for the first time in like five years, I didn't make any more money. Okay. But That's I was, the hysterical part? No. Yes, because <laughs> I was eating dinner out. I had more savings and I was still paying down my debt. So ah. I made money, but my relationship to money was changed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So in a way, yeah. it was really, if yeah. I'd made more money, I'm like, of course I made more money. But no, it wasn't the money. <laughs> it was yeah. how I was relating to money. Yeah, huge, right? huge. And I, 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 I so am on board about what you're saying about affirmations, because I say that to people all the time. You can't say, OK, I can't pay my bills. and I'm visualizing being a millionaire. Right. I know. <laughs> like, no, who's believing that? I mean, if you really believe it, okie dokie, or I haven't moved in three years, I'm going to work out every day for an hour. Not happening. Yeah. No, it's no one believes that. Failure and feeling like a failure. Yeah. So it's not that they don't work. You just want to stretch it a little bit. I remember a few years ago, I had a therapist on and she, she made up these cards and it said, I would like to, Yes, which is one of the things you were saying, or wouldn't it be great yes. if I was at ease with money? I would like to feel healthy in my own body. And she's like, so when you look at that, do you believe it? Oh yeah, I believe it. I would like to feel that way. And you're right. It's the same thing. You start feeling yeah, I really do want to have that relationship. I really do like that. Right? So different. I'm just getting chills just hear you speaking like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, I'm on board, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I think we got a lot of questions in that people asked. I'm sure we, they would love me to ask you a bunch more. We'll have to bring you back someday. I love chatting okay. with you. I love what you're putting out in the world, but we're going to... Rapid fire with Jane. All right. Favorite bird. Oh, those little things on the sandpipers. They look like little toys on that yeah. on, the, on the edge of the water. Yeah, I like them. Favorite color. Aqua. Ocean aqua. I thought you were going to say coral. Okay. Favorite food. Although I love orange. I love orange. Favorite food. Ooh, tacos. I don't know about Seattle. Do they have great tacos? They've got pretty good tacos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always get tacos in California. I don't know why. Okay. If you were going to be an animal, what would you be? And why would you choose that animal? I'm going to choose two cats because they are so themselves and they're so agile and live. I love that. Birds, because I think flying would be ridiculously fun. So you want to be a flying cat, basically. I want to be a flying cat. Yes, that's what I want to be. <laughs> I'm going to use that answer from now on. A flying cat. You can be whatever you want. I mean, you know. Okay. So from morning till night, what would one of your favorite days look like? What would you do if you could do anything? I'd wake up and read a wonderful fiction book with a really good cup of coffee. And then I would go out into the water and ride waves all day with friends. Ooh, ride waves. Oh, yeah. I love it. Really? Yeah. I like boogie boards. I, I took a surfing le lesson in Mexico and I stood up. It was so exciting. But even I am so excited for you. Talk about living life large. It's 60. I'm going to be 60 this month. And I'm like, I'm going to learn how to surf. And I did it. 
Never too late. Okay. So, you know, on a beginner's board, but still I got up. I don't up. care. You got up. I did. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Okay. One book you've read in the last year or two that you can recommend. Oh my, I've read like 16 gazillion books. Just oh, one oh, that oh, pops oh. ahead. Old Brain Living by Joe Bolte Taylor. The world would be a better place if everybody read that book. It's All right, say it again. Whole brain living. Whole. I thought you said whole grain. I'm like, oh, what? Whole grain. I can't believe she picked a nutrition book. I know. Tough <laughs> <laughs> messages. <laughs> whole brain, whole brain living. Jill Bolte Taylor. You would love that with how you. I have it. a million books, but I guess I'm going to have a million and one. Okay. When I say the word universe, what does it mean to you? The unknown. The not knowing and I'm okay. Mm. And possibility. Ooh. And that's vast. a good one. It means a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, Dr. Jane, thank you so much for being on. I loved every minute of it. I can't wait to share this with everyone. Come on, people. Wasn't she awesome? We would so appreciate you sharing this with the world, rating it, liking it. Much gratitude. But before we go, how can they find you and how can they get your book? Oh, uh, my book is on Amazon. Everything's perfect. Just not me. Uh, A roadmap for self-acceptance. And uh, if you go to everydaylove.me slash body test, they can get my free download for how to trust our internal wisdom using our body in a really simple, fast way. Everydaylove.me backslash body test. Cool beans. All right, my let's keep it real people. I love you guys. Have fun, enjoy. And you know what I'm going to say until next time. Thanks, Dr. Jane, and toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.